Okay, you have to stop the Q-tip when there's resistance. It's HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba on AM 560. The answer. It's happening all along the beautiful shores of Lake Michigan. Meaningful, life-changing moments all around the world. HealthQuest Radio goes airborne wheels up. Copy that. HealthQuest Radio proudly presents Adventures in Health with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hi, I'm Alex, and you, well, you're right where you're supposed to be. You're listening to America's number one health news and science show. Our adventure guide, he is ready. He is the voice of integrated preventive health care in our nation today. He's the clinical director of our West Dundee offices. His story will show he is a man before his time, a real trailblazer. My friend, my partner, and my favorite radio boss, here's our host. Dr. David Kolbaba. Hey, Dr. K. How you doing, Alex? How you doing? Man, how are you out there? I suspect you've been listening to the news lately, and they've got us going again. So we're going to touch on the subject of infections and maybe, hmm, did I say corona? Hmm. I'm afraid I did. So let's get to that as well. But I also wanted to mention some, uh, some, some constants in my mind, if you will. Do you believe, as I ask these questions, of course, for you to answer, do you believe that everybody, regardless of the infection, do you believe that when you're exposed to something that that means you'll be infected by it or what? And the second question, is there sometimes... Is there an upside to infections? Now, I'd like to head into this subject today as we think about infections, but today we're going to give you one big step for you to take in the right direction. So what I wanted to start with is come in from the side of it, because we hear the same thing all the time as the news media ramps up the same story with the same information. And most of it's hyperbole, if you will, with... mm, few of us knowing what's really going on with the latest of these infections. So my question for you to start this thing, what were the common risks of infection, uh, the susceptibility that is, in history past as compared with our modern world today? What was it like for people who lived long ago and how they were susceptible to these, these kinds of infections? Well, you see, back then, People lived in close proximity to each other. They didn't travel far from their geographic location. That epicenter where they were born was probably very close to where they died, which means that, well, the infection, uh, the person who gets the the infection would most probably infect everybody else in the tribe, you see? And then with the scarcity of food, Because in the history of man and third world countries of today, food supplies are very sparse. So they were eating more, hmm, I'd call it decomposed food, meaning food that's rotting, food that that carried infectious microbes in them. Things like botulism, trichinosis, salmonella, whatever you want to call it, these infectious diseases were, were running rampant in tribes of the day. Now you think 
as compared to then with now. You see, we've got the technological advances that have brought many of the health risks that have arisen over time, like, well, as compared to history past, we're much, much more mobile, you know, automobiles than the than the trains, and we got the planes, and, and this allows for the immediate spread of any of these infectious bugs carried all throughout the world, because you can fly from here, from there a few hours, you're on the opposite side of the planet spreading the good news of this infection. And one such example, even a few centuries ago, what happened in North America when early settlers brought various microbes to the various native tribes that preceded us, causing deadly consequences when the natives did not have the immune ability to ward off these unfamiliar microbial bugs that, that were in our earlier pioneers. And, and, and it devastated large native populations. We always talk about the cowboy and Indian fights, the, the, the shooting and all that. I'll tell you what, just landing on the shores of, of, of North America, which ultimately became, you know, America's cut out in the puzzle, we were killing Native Americans just because our microbes, those things that lived in us, were different than theirs, and they were more susceptible to the diseases and infections that we carried on that shoreline. And of course, in today's world too, we've got the sedentary living thing, which causes, you know, we're not moving much, which leads to obesity, which then in turn chronically lowers our basal metabolic rate. And here's the point. When we think about metabolism, our whole metabolic rate in general, when you look at what has happened from when we were more, well, physical versus now in this day and age, sitting on our bumps and we're just moving our fingers a bit. Our total basal metabolism has gone down. It's reduced, making available these bugs who can catch up when our metabolism shifts that way. And it leaves us more vulnerable to various microbial infections. And, and of course, that in turn, with the overuse of antibiotics and antivirals and all that, it leaves us you know, more vulnerable and susceptible to these drug-resistant microbes too. Did you know that penicillin today, if given to a newborn infant is given what was known as an adult dose back in the late 40s when penicillin was first introduced. So even our young babies are affected by our genetics. And we're going to touch on that in a little bit too. But then I want to talk about the food we eat because we're not eating the dangerous decomposing foods that are filled with poisons and toxins. Instead, we're eating processed foods, aka the factory foods, the, 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 the foods that pose infinite risks to dangerous chemicals and substances that are contained in these processed foods. Then add the overeating of these foods that compounds our susceptibility due to immune suppression. In other words, overeating exposes our bodies to, well, these human-tampered foods adversely affecting our gastrointestinal tract. And we're going to touch on this in the next segment, but I want you to know that about 80%, some people think even higher percent of our immune system is located in our gut. And when that aspect of our immune system is depressed, gets what? It's not only depressed, it's suppressed and it's repressed, leaving us with what we get, what we got. And, and when you think about it, the fact that our immune system is located in our gut, would you then suppose that that has anything to do with how we might ward off, fight, defend ourselves against 
well, infections like the coronavirus. And I'm only bringing coronavirus up today because it's being brought up to you, and I'd like to at least touch on it a little bit. But the negative ramifications are stunning, which which makes us more susceptible, more vulnerable to any health-limiting infection, even worse, leading to some of our most common diseases and maladies infecting and affecting us today. Because if we screw up this immune system in our body, as I say here in HealthQuest, diseases, infections, and conditions are all predacious. They pick on the young, the old, the weak, and slow. And if you look at the discriminating aspects of the coronavirus, it tends to be picking out the older among us. And the news that you haven't heard, because it's somewhat obscured, it may hit the mainstream in the next day or two, but some of these cases of the coronavirus are actually recurring in people where they thought the condition, the infection, passed. And it came back and tapped them on the shoulder and reinfected them. Now, my take on the most recent health urgency, the coronavirus, for me, for me, it's not to waste time with the hyperbole and repeating what you already have heard. But interesting, too, that how these infectious outbreaks can become political you say political? I believe so, because we'll just see if you can correlate this with me. I'm not saying I'm saying this, but I'm saying there's some fact to what I'm saying. What I would call, or some people would call, election year disease, election year infection. Because you see, in 2004, election year, it was SARS. Then 2008, election year, it was the avian flu. Remember that? And then in 2010, election year, it was the swine flu. And then there was MRSA in in 2012. And then remember Ebola? Oh, that was 2014. That was an election year. And then there was the Zika virus. Remember that? That was 2016. Then Ebola again came back and haunted us in 2018. And now we got the corona in 2020. I'm just saying. But in my opinion... Taking care of ourselves, even with the news we're getting, which to me is is truly, truly uh, one that's of exaggeration, I would say that. But I would also want you to think about this, maybe even more important. In my estimation, as one lives or dwells at a lower state of health, I truly believe that we become more susceptible to just about every disease-centered condition, including these infectious diseases. Now, that's what I really believe. People who are not as healthy as others tend to be more fearful and anxious. And then that makes any news, bad news, one more thing to be preoccupied by or or, or to be more anxious about. And of course, then we're all fearful because... It's coming right for us! Right. And then it seems like everything we hear... It's coming right for us. And we tend to be reactive with what we do. And I think we mess up on ourselves. And so today, I'm thinking infections, one big step in the right direction. Huh? You think? All right. Over 80% of your body's immune system is located in your digestive tract. And what one specific step could you take to improve its performance to better protect you from any infectious microbe, any. And if you knew what step you could take, 
Would you take it? Up next, we'll be sharing that one step with you. Also coming up, a once and for all, how to effectively wash your hands to minimize that infection exposure. The do's and don'ts. So, well, you got to keep it right here. Don't go away. Okay? Okay. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. You're young at heart. Let's keep it that way. Stay feeling young with Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, designed specifically to help support and strengthen your cardiovascular system as you age. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract was founded on scientific research and has been the subject of more than 800 research studies over the last 45 years, revealing its significant cardiovascular benefits. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Cardiovascular, Blood Pressure Health, Cholesterol, and Circulation Formulas are just a handful of the many Kyolic supplements that can help reduce the major risk factors of heart disease and promote overall heart health. Organically grown, Kyolic Garlic is aged up to 20 months, has no pungent odor, and is gentle on the stomach. Make a resolution today to stay young at heart and keep your cardiovascular system strong for years to come. Get Kyolic today. Available at fine natural health retailers nationwide. To find the Kyolic formula right for you, go to Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Go to HealthQuestRadio.com. Oh, we're back on a Saturday morning. Hey, thanks for being with us. It's no mistake that you've tuned into our show today. Our guest today in handling the subject of infections. I know it's on your mind only because you're being beaten down by the repetition out there. But if we take this thing in stride and just breathe a little bit, and our guest, our special guest today is uh, is Georgia Austin. Now, she's a certified clinical nutritionist, certified nutrition specialist, um, a central New York private practice keeps her very busy helping to connect the dots for all those that she treats. Georgia, she's currently serving as a training specialist with our good friends at Metagenics, further educating healthcare professionals just like me. <laughs> hey, and just like us, her mission is to help change the face of healthcare by helping people just like you achieve their genetic potential through nutrition. Now, Georgia, I've got to, what I want you to do is I want you to defragment that last line that I read, achieving our genetic potential through nutrition. What, what do you mean by that? Well, you're really, we're really helping people, um, you know, not be a victim of just what they inherited in their genes, mm -hmm. but to maximize their, um, their healthy outcomes for their lifetime. That's really what, what, what we do is about is helping people have the best, live the best life with the healthiest function for as long as they can. All right. Now, I know you've been reading the news, as everybody in this country seems to, um, and the burden of just hearing repetitious stuff that may not even be true. The final word as it pertains to, well, let's say, probiotics. Uh, most people, due to media saturation, I'm sure, have, have heard of the word probiotic. But what I'd like to do today uh, is to help clarify, maybe demystify what probiotics are, and maybe help our listeners more fully delineate between what they should be taking versus what they are currently taking when it comes to a probiotic supplement. Can we get started with that? Because I think you're going to tell us that a probiotic might have a connection to, uh, well, disease and infection pr prevention and control. Yes. 
Yeah, so probiotics are, um, are friendly organisms that we can consume either in a supplement or we can pick some of them up in fermented foods like uh, kombucha mm-hmm. and uh, yogurt and kimchi. pepper. Kimchi, kimchi, kimchi. Kimchi, yep, uh-huh, <laughs> sure. Sauerkraut, Sauerkraut, anything fermented. Yeah. Um, however, with probiotics in supplement form, what you're getting are um, usually human strains with research behind them, right? And so when you're taking, and at therapeutic doses, versus what you get in foods. So when you're taking specific strains, they're often attached to specific research as to what they'll do for you. So some of the things that these probiotics do are is they they help you to not only just digest food, but they help to break down fibers that you eat and turn it into nourishment for your GI tract. So they basically participate in the renewal of your gut versus other types of bacteria that might be pathogenic or bad bacteria. Mm -hmm. They may not be doing anything nice for you. They might be more opportunistic. And they're also going to help you um, help your immune system function better. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what probiotics do when, you know, taken at at clinical doses and targeted strains, Mm -hmm. right? So they live, they're organisms that are symbiotic. They live within you and benefit you as the host versus... Mm -hmm bad bacteria that are just looking for a free lunch basically. Yeah, so we <laughs> and are And they may actually make you more toxic and more inflamed. So we are landlords. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and from and I know that our body represents what? 70, 80, 90 trillion cells, but the bugs that live in mm-hmm. us are some 300, 400 trillion. I mean, we have more bugs that live in us yep. than than our body parts make our body parts, which is to me every time I say that and think about it, I yep. I, I I'm in I'm in disbelief other than I know it's true. Um It's good. Yeah, it's staggering. You know, it's uh, they outnumber us by a factor of 100. <laughs> Which means if we're slum landlords, we can have the wrong people living in us. That is so true. Yes. That is so true. They're not going to pay any dividends, any rent to you. <laughs> They're actually going to take from you and yeah. possibly damage your property at the same time. Yeah, we got to evict them. Now, okay, but be more realistic, maybe honest and true. Here's a question. What can or what cannot be accomplished utilizing a legitimate probiotic supplement. Let's say that you know you pick the right one, and that's what we're going to help people do today. What can what can be the realistic expectations? Sure. So what you um, don't want to think of probiotics as is replacement for um, for acute care of Western medicine or conventional medicine. If you have something life threatening, um, you need to go to the emergency room and you Got need it. to you know get get treatment there. Right, so don't expect it to completely cure or turn around something very, very serious. Got it. Um, it can be a part of a protocol to help with chronic care conditions. So, for instance, autoimmune disease, digestive dysfunction, mm-hmm. um, you know, healthy blood sugar, healthy weight loss, those types of things. Um, you know, so it's not to be used to to rescue you. It certainly can help. Um, you know, if, if you're experiencing a garden variety type of foodborne infection or, you know, a cold or a flu or some type of of other infection like sinus infection, you could certainly use it as a part of a treatment protocol. But it's not to replace 
you know, what, what might be needed that's more therapeutically beneficial. Got it. And then as far as, is it possible that a person could actually purchase a probiotic and actually be wasting their money? I'm sorry, could you just repeat that? Is, 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 it, is, it, is, sure. is it possible that a person could purchase the wrong probiotic one way or another and, and be wasting their money? Absolutely. So um, there are lots of differences in the quality of what's out there and available in the retail world, um, and they vary wildly from what is available as a healthcare practitioner, like at your practice or at mine. So first of all, you could be getting something that they don't even know what strain it is. It's really important to have the strain identified on the label, Mm -hmm. right? So you should see a first name like lactobacillus, Mm -hmm. that's the genus, a middle name like acidophilus, um, that's the species, but you should see a strain like NCFM, which is one of the ones in the the formula we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. So it should have its last name so you know how it's going to work right? Because there's research attached to that strain. In yogurt, you might only see first name and middle name, but you don't see last name. So you don't know, you know, is it Jimmy Bob Jones or is it Jimmy Bob Brown? You don't know which um, strain it is, so you don't know where it comes from and how it performs. Um, The second thing is you may not actually be getting what's on the label Mm -hmm. as the potency. Um, And it's really important that they state, this is how much um, active live colony forming units that CFUs mm-hmm. that you'll have at expiration. That's really important. It doesn't matter how much is is there when it's produced. Yeah. You want to know at two years after it's produced, is there going to be ten billion, five billion, eighty billion? You want to know that that's actually going to be the potency, right? And the third thing is you may be taking something that doesn't necessarily have research for what you're taking it for. Mm-hmm. So if you're taking it to help you with IBS or if you're taking it to help you with uh, weight loss, you have to make sure that the strain is the right mm. strain or blend of strains Absolutely. are the right ones for you. And right. that's where a healthcare practitioner is really helpful to direct you. And so we just, just as it is in nature where we say we have weeds in the backyard versus the desirable, more desirable grass that's out there, wouldn't we say, too, the flora that is in our gut, there are the good, the, the, the good bugs and the bad bugs, and wouldn't it be also said that the bad bugs in the gut seem to be stronger than the good ones? It can be, but it's really all about percentages yeah. and diversity. True. Right? The research that you and I are both seeing is that the more diverse your gut flora, the healthier you are. You should have some that are kind of primary good guys. You should have a bunch that we call commensal that live nicely in harmony with each other. They behave. And then you, you're always going to have a certain percentage of pathogens or bad bad actors, right? Mm-hmm. You're always going to have weeds in your garden. You're always going to have weeds in your lawn. Mm-hmm. It's whether or not they take over, right? So when they're in charge, that's where trouble happens. Yeah. And I tell you what, I've got a question brewing that I would like to ask you if I can keep you a little bit. Uh, I would love to keep you a bit, Georgia, because I, I want to know with respect to probiotics, 
if you're a unhealthy person, would there be something specifically and uniquely important to take a probiotic? Or let's say you kind of like pride yourself in saying, I'm really healthy, then the question would be, what specific advantage would it be for you to be taking uh, a probiotic if you're not already doing so? So we'd like to hold you over and we'll get to that question because I think many of us have already heard that we should be taking a probiotic and maybe not doing so. So thank you. And uh, those listening again, stay right with us. It's a health Saturday morning with me, Dr. David Kobaba. You're listening to Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science show with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Let's do it. Yes or no? Are you chubby or fat around the belly? Triglyceride levels above 150? Blood sugar levels over 100? Is your top blood pressure number over 130? Your lower diastolic pressure above 85? HDLs under 40 for guys, under 50 for women. If you answered yes to three or more of these questions, then you're well underway to metabolic syndrome. Metabolitis, I call it. About 25% of us adults, according to the American Heart Association, poor nutrition that stems from unhealthy eating feeds into this terrible condition and leads to so many other health conditions. A healthy heart needs the support of a healthy diet and physical activity. But that's not enough. Natural herbs like black seed oil, cinnamon, fenugreek, and bitter melon have been traditionally used to support better metabolism of fats and sugars. And they all come together in one easy-to-use formula from our friends at Standard Process. It's called Metabol Complex, formulated by some of the top herbalists in the world. Get yours now by calling our HealthQuest radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Ask for Metabol Complex. Call 800-794-1855. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and it's that time of year again when everyone suffers from some kind of upper respiratory problem. We miss work and feel miserable spending too much time with doctors and pharmacists. That is, unless we protect ourselves and our families with a product that I recommend to my patients. Clear Saline Nasal Spray and Sinus Rinse. Clear combines the unique properties of xylitol and the health-promoting benefits of a saline nasal spray to help cleanse, moisturize, and soothe your sinuses and nasal passages. Clear helps wash away bacteria, pollens, and other irritants before they have a chance to attack the sensitive tissues in your upper respiratory tract. Clear is easy to use, effective, and safe for people of all ages. Clear is simply your best defense in an increasingly dirty and polluted world. I use it myself. You can find Clear Saline Nasal Spray and Sinus Wash at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, CVS, Rite Aid, and other drugstore supermarkets and pharmacies near you, as well as Amazon. Or you can visit Clear on the web at clear.com. That's www.xlear.com. Go to healthquestradio.com. You are ready to be taught the new way. All right, we are back in again. Thank you for listening to our show today. And we are having a great visit with our guest, Georgia Austin, regarding, well, infections Maybe one big step in the fight category there. You think, um, Georgia, when, when we think about how susceptible most of us feel with respect to these various uh, infections that are coming our way, wouldn't you say, wouldn't you agree with me that a lot of the fear has to do with the fact that most of us know we're not being the good stewards of our bodies as maybe we know we should be? Oh, absolutely. I think most of us are aware now that, you know, we shouldn't be eating a lot of sugar. We really should be getting proper rest. We should be eating more fruits and vegetables. I think we're kind of all aware of that. 
um, definitely the hand washing and, and, you know, good hygiene. I think we all could do a little bit better with that. Yeah, I think that's why we're all scampering around buying up masks and, 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 and <laughs> yeah. buy, buying up soap and all that. I just Think about it. I mean... Sure. I'm kind of embarrassed for us sometimes, you know what I mean? But if we, if we could hit this from the other angle and use a probiotic, how would one know? And we're going to talk about R&R, which is our particular uh, uh, probiotic, which is restore and renew. But how does a person know when they go to purchase something in good faith that they're getting what you and I are talking about today? Um, well, so first of all, you know, purchasing a brand, like I said, that, that shows you the strain on the label and, again, tells you at expiration how many live bacteria there are going to be. Um, and the third thing is knowing who you're buying it from. Uh, you're buying it from a healthcare provider mm-hmm. that buys higher-quality uh, brands that mm-hmm. have done the due diligence, like making sure that those strains will even survive digestion. Um, and so that's really the primary way yeah. to um, to make sure of that. And what, something that Metagenics has done is they've had – full transparency with true quality. It's a way to scan the little QR code on, on the label and tie it back to here's, here's what's in this particular formula, right? Here's the, the quality testing that's done by a third party to verify that. And that's really rare in our industry. Got it. Certified nutritional specialist here, Georgia Austin. Question, do, do you get what you pay for? Meaning, is the higher quality of probiotic, is it more expensive to purchase? Thus, is it more expensive to produce? Uh, yes, it is always going to be a get what you pay for kind yeah. of thing. It doesn't yeah. mean that everything that's higher priced is better for you. Again, you have to look at those criteria. But you you pay for the fact that the raw material supplier has vetted and made sure that the strain is the only thing that's in the raw material and it's not contaminated. Mm-hmm. You pay for the fact that you verify that it's alive and that it's going to survive your stomach acid and all your digestive juices and get where it needs to go mm-hmm. and that it's not going to mutate and, and grow into something else. Mm-hmm. Right, and that you'll have the potency on the label that's been used in the research. Yeah. That's really important, and that costs money. Yeah. Now, with regard to our product, our our and our the restore and renew. What is it? Give me one aspect of it that's even more sensational for you. When when you think about your comfortability using products like this with your patients as we do ours, you had to come to the same conclusion I did when using this probiotic. So, give me one of those aha. Uh, you know, aspects of your revelation to yourself that makes you as one to use it? Sure. So mine came, you know, way, way back. Um, Just the understanding that so much of our immune system is centered around our GI tract, you know, somewhere between 60 to 80 percent of what, how your immune system even functions depends on what is living in your gut or what's not living in your gut. Because that really, there's a, uh, where I really had the aha moment is when I understood that there is a communication process happening between the microbes in your gut and your immune system, right? So there's, it's what we call crosstalk, right? Mm -hmm. So you want probiotics that are going to come in and, and calm your immune system down if it's overactivated or to come in and, um, you know, kind of kick them in the pants a little bit if they're not working mm-hmm. <laughs> properly. Yeah. So you right. want that crosstalk to be, you know, we're here, we're in charge, we're going to keep the bad guys out, we're going to help you digest your food better, we're going to help you make B vitamins and vitamin K, and we're going to help nourish you and protect you 
versus a pathogen, which is going to send angry messages Mm -hmm. to your immune system and cause it to get overactivated, right? So that's really where I had the aha. I was like, oh, so Mm -hmm. the bugs in our gut program our immune system and talk to our immune system. Wow. Got it. With less than a minute, one last question. Is a probiotic something that you, in your opinion, would be used 365 days a year, or how would that scheduling change if, if, if something different? Absolutely. I myself take them 365 days a year. I might bump them up um, for myself or for my patients if they're experiencing some immune challenges or if they're going to be traveling um, for protective aspects or, um, you know, if they have some particular digestive or other, uh, you know, chronic condition that they're dealing with, Mm -hmm. I might give them more initially and then do a different dose for maintenance. Got it. Well, Georgia, thanks so much for visiting with us on the Saturday morning, and uh, we appreciate uh, talking with you in the near future, okay? Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, you know, you can get R&R just by calling our HealthQuest Radio hotline at 800-794-1855, 800-794-1855 to get your version of our R&R, Restore and Renew. Do it right now, 847. Okay. We'll take this break. Be right back. When it comes to probiotics, let's separate the facts from fiction. Fact, only a handful of probiotic strains have ever been clinically shown to support human health. Fact, you're probably wasting your hard-earned money on that popular probiotic that just isn't up to par. Fact, the two most beneficial strains are the NCFM and the BI07 strains. And with over 200 research studies published, a special blend of these two probiotic strains are found in every bottle of our Restore and Renew, R&R for for short. Clinical studies have shown the many established health benefits of taking R&R, which include vital support of our gastrointestinal tract and our immune system. R&R is backed by Metagenics ID guarantee for purity, clinical reliability, and predicted safety, making R&R your smart choice in probiotic supplementation. So let's well, so get your bottle of R&R by calling our HealthQuest radio hotline, 800-794-1855, 800-794-1855. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All of our radio show podcasts are available in the iTunes store. Look under Adventures in Health. Download us on your iPod and take us with you. Again, you can uh, order your supply of R&R by calling a HealthQuest radio hotline at 800-794-1855. As always, you can, well, you can fast blast me in the show right now or even email me at drdavid, Dr. David, drdavid at healthquestradio.com. And uh, our thanks again to Georgia Austin, our certified clinical nutritionist. She keeps uh, on the cutting edge, uh, and, and I believe that uh, we can get clarity when it comes to, well, some of the hyperbole that's out there, not just regarding infectious diseases and things, but just also product-driven advertisements that are out there. And I would say, because people ask me this question, the most highly advertised products are not necessarily the superior products. And many times, many of the top advertisers tend to throw their money into advertisements. And some of the ownership of some of these products are those 
that will be advertising something else two years from now. And so sometimes you get caught in between trying to figure out if you're going to take a, pr- a product, meaning given that you have have come to the rationale that you need to take, let's say, a daily multiple supplement, or you need to take a probiotic, or you need to take this or that. You know, you've come to the conclusion in your own mind, and yet you you can't pull the trigger and and make the proper decision uh, on on your behalf or, or behalf of your loved ones. And I understand the conundrum that happens. And you find yourself, with all due respects to the news media, talking about the coronavirus, you find yourself out there buying a surgical mask. You find yourself out there buying more antiseptic soaps. And it's really sad, isn't it, that that you're out there responding to the thought that you're going to get it rather than responding to such news and understand with maybe some intentional lifestyle alterations on your part, you'll not just avoid getting sick. But even if you got exposed to the sickness or the infection, that you're not going to be infected by it. And again, I started the show with a question saying, we know, you know, and I know not everyone that is exposed gets infected. And then you'd say, well, if I could choose between the two, you know, I don't want to even be exposed. But but if I'm going to be exposed inadvertently, then what I want to do is not get sick. And so one of the ways we can do that is to wash our hands. Now, now many people are thinking Purell and all the – and I talk about triclosan a couple of weeks ago and how it, it, it's, it, it's banned. It shouldn't be in what it is, but, but places like Target and, and others, you know, the mainstream purchase place, discounted prices for such things. People are still buying uh, these, these soaps and hand sanitizers that have these banned substances in them. And I don't know why we can't get our act together there too, but studies have shown – that plain old hand washing does the same trick that using any of these uh, these hand sanitizers. And and the only reason why you see them in hospitals, I don't know why you see them in hospitals, other than they, it's easy to dispense, and, and, and you throw it on a wall, come up with these little dispensers, and everybody can pretend to take better care of themselves hygienically when it comes to transmission of these infections. But then you wonder why so many infections run rampant in hospitals. You know, go figure. So to me, I want to give you a little clue on how to be better at washing your hands. Number one, you have to wash your hands to get the benefit of hand <laughs> washing. Okay, so some people don't wash their hands. Oh, and you then know. also at, um, at work. Yeah. I work in, in, you're the, in the hospital. You're, yeah, I'm a surgical yeah. tech. Yeah. And they just bad. Uh, we're not allowed to use bacitration, which is antibiotic solution. Yes, yep anymore so that's yep. not allowed in the uh, OR room yeah yeah so see this stuff is see and it's one thing after another and i'm thinking can we go back a little bit to go forward so number one wash your dang hands i mean i, I was at a blackhawks game and i was standing outside the washrooms <laughs> asking people did you i know you just used washroom did you just wash your hands you know that's much more prevalent for people to transmit infections bathrooms at arenas and events than it is for a coronavirus to smack you in the side of the head coming in from China. So you have to say, well, did you just use the washroom. Did you just wash your hands? And it's amazing how many people, by the way, there were more women that told me by far, more women by far did not wash their hands than men, which I found that very striking. But when it comes to washing your hands, let me give you a couple of clues. Wash your hands frequently, not because of the coronavirus. Number one. Number two, 
don't be using hot water. It opens up the pores. So any little critter that's going to be there living at anywhere near 98.6 is going to enter your body. The skin is the largest organ of the body, and if we're not healthy, neither is our skin. Hello, skin conditions. The other things, use a simple soap, soap that has less wax, because you can actually cover the pore that might keep things out, but then keep the goodness of the antiseptic from moving in. Got it? And be able to spend some time under clean, running water when you wash your hands. Now, we're not living in a third-world country, so we can use water here quite economically. Don't mean to take it for granted, but that's something you might want to think about, too. Do it longer than 10 seconds. Exactly. When you're done washing your hands, here's what you do. You turn the water to cooler temps, and that closes the pores in your body, which then closes off your body, making more more defense-related to your skin pores. It's really simple. There's some other clues too we could give you, but I gotta take a break because time is running on. But it doesn't mean you can't wash your hands during the break. Again, R&R is available by calling 800-794-1855. Go to healthquestradio.com. Again, you can email me at drdavid at healthquestradio.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to Chicagoland's longest-running health, news, and science show with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Let's do it. Hi, this is Dr. David Kolbaba. Glad you're here with us today. HealthQuest Radio is Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science program. I've been an integrated healthcare practitioner for over 33 years now. And if you've been wondering what it's like to be a patient in our HealthQuest offices, well, take a look at our website. Go to healthquestradio.com under testimonials and tales of wonder right on the homepage, where you'll find many encouraging stories of success straight from our patient's mouth. Would you like to be done with those migraine headaches? Get your insulin under control, feel more energetic, maybe having better sex, get that libido in gear again, discover why you eat for every emotion, and then get it under control. On medication and want to be off of it, whatever health challenges you the most, you can schedule your new patient consult with me just by calling our HealthQuest Radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. We'll be back with more HealthQuest right after this. Go to healthquestradio.com. You know, putting it all together, 80% of your immune system lives in your gut. Why wouldn't you be taking a probiotic? Why wouldn't you be eating healthier foods? And my take on this whole recent urgency of the coronavirus is not to waste time on the hyperbole of what you already have heard that may not be true this time next week, but just to say in my opinion that that this opinion rides on a very simple principle in my mind, and that means that if you're living at a lower level of health, you're going to be more susceptible to whatever. Get it? Whatever. The difference between a person who gets exposed and does not get infected, is not left up to luck. Now, granted, when we're younger, it may be that our body is that much more robust so that it can defend itself even though we're knuckleheads. People who are not as healthy as others are more fearful and anxious. Now, I, I posted a an article uh, on our website 
that's that, that, that basically says the Western diet, the typical Western diet, which is really the typical American diet, impairs brain function. Now, it's known in the scientific community that impaired brain function leads most of us to fear. People who are not as healthy as others are more fearful. They're more anxious. And, 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 and if they hear any news, they tend to go bad with it. I believe being more mindful of our response to various aspects of life and how they land on us is really important. So when you think about the news, the radio shows, the, the TV shows, the movies we see, the friends we keep, the books we read, the, the, the internet sites we go to, the, you know, monitoring everything we ingest from, from the food we eat, the, the air we breathe, the thoughts we think, our body's constantly taking in. And it's, it's, what do you do with that? I mean, re- regarding your current outlook on, on our world today, which one of these choices do you most relate to? I, I saw this placard the other day. It, said, it read, I cannot adult today. And tomorrow doesn't look good either. <laughs> <laughs> Another one is, my ignorance is bliss. Yeah, my ignorance is bliss. So I, I'm, just, I'm just saying we have the power to choose what we will be fearful of today. But those of us who are in fear, perhaps led by a, a terrible diet or, or too much of this ingestion of the stuff that's confusing and, and drama-centered. And you might want to take a break. You know, get off the exit ramp. You know, get disconnected from some things and become reconnected to other things like you know, those things in nature, things that inspire us and, 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 and lends itself to you know, to take us to better places. And a probiotic is a way of giving goodness to your body. And the R&R product we were talking about, our Restore and Renew, it's your first step, maybe one big step in the right direction when it comes to calming your heart, calming your mind, calming down your, 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 your thoughts regarding something that you hear on the news. It's one thing to say, I want to keep up on stuff. It's, a, it's another thing to be affected adversely to the stuff you're keeping up with. So if I were you, I would get some restore and renew. If I were you and you haven't done some work in our office, I would say, you know, give our our, our hotline a call and turn yourself in. I say do that with total gratification, you know, for how far I've come and people that we've been able to help through the decades of being in practice using natural means without medication, watching people come out of uh, the dependency of medication or a disease and be set free. But you got to call that number, 800-794-1855. Line's busy. Keep trying. Leave your name. We'll get back to you. Carla's there. Don't worry. She she works quick. 800-794-1855. Thanks for listening. See you guys next week. We'll see you next week.